Hello and welcome to worship. We gather today either on Facebook or YouTube in the name of Christ who welcomes us all. And it is because of his abundant welcome and grace that we welcome one another, whoever we are, whatever our religious or spiritual background, or how we feel about organized religion or church, whatever the color of our skin, our sexual or gender identities, God welcomes us here. God's acceptance of us all compels us to stand against sexism and racism and homophobia, xenophobia, classism, ageism and ableism, and anything else that we use to separate us or that invites hate or prejudice. So I invite those of you who are joining us online to introduce yourself in the chat feature so that we can know who's with us and create a community online. Thank you.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O God of creation, eternal majesty, you preside over land and sea, sunshine and storm. By your strength, pilot us. By your power, preserve us. By your wisdom, instruct us. And by your hand, protect us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from Job. The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that darkness counsels by words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a warrior. I will question you, and you shall declare to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? On what were its bases sunk? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the heavenly beings shouted for joy? Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst out from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band and prescribed bounds for it and set bars and doors and said, Thus far shall you come and no farther and here shall your proud waves be stopped Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. You stilled the storm and silenced the waves of the sea. stilled the storm and silenced the waves of the sea. Give thanks to the Lord, for the Lord is good, for God's mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord proclaim that God redeemed them from the hand of the foe. Gather them in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some went down to the sea in ships, lying their trade in deep waters. You stilled the storm and silenced the waves of the sea. They beheld the works of the Lord, God's wonderful works in the deep. Then God spoke and a stormy wind arose which tossed high the waves of the sea. They mounted up to the heavens and ascended to the depths, 
their souls melted away in their peril. They staggered and reeled like drunkards, and all their skill was of no avail. Then in their trouble they cried to the Lord, and you delivered them from their distress. You stilled the storm to a whisper, and silenced the waves of the sea. You stilled the storm and silenced the waves of the sea. Then were they glad when it grew calm, when you guided them to the harbor they desired. Let them give thanks to you, Lord, for your steadfast love and your wonderful works for all people. Let them exalt you in the assembly of the people, in the council of the elders. Let them sing hallelujah. You stilled the storm and silenced the waves of the sea. A reading from 2 Corinthians. As we work together with God, we urge you also not to accept the grace of God in vain. For God says, at an acceptable time, I have listened to you, and on a day of salvation, I have helped you. See, now is the acceptable time. See, now is the day of salvation. We are putting no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we have commended ourselves in every way, through great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, holiness of spirit, genuine love, truthful speech, and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, in honor and dishonor, in ill repute and good repute. We are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet are well known, as dying and see we are alive, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing everything. We have spoken frankly to you, Corinthians. Our heart is wide open to you. There is no restriction in our affections, but only in yours. In return, I speak as to children, open wide your hearts also. Word of God, word of life. 
Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When evening had come, Jesus said to the disciples, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Jesus woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I have a confession to make. I am not a boat person. I mean, I know people who are boat people. In fact, I've long been surrounded by boat people. There's John and Steve with the Rita Marie, the Sevigs in their pontoon on the lake, probably in another day or two from now. My friend and mentor, Bishop Bonnie, in her kayak. But me? I'm just not a boat person. In fact, I am so not a boat person that everything I know about boats, I've learned from the Gospels. And here's one thing I know about boats. If you want to be comfortable, do not get into a boat with Jesus. Jesus offered a simple enough invitation. Let us go across to the other side. Spoken so nonchalantly, like it was no big deal at all. 
a simple invitation to get in a boat and cross a lake. And with all those boat people around, I mean, it seems like most people are boat people. Who wouldn't want to take Jesus up on his offer? It sounded like a perfectly relaxing time. Sounds like they didn't know. If you want to be comfortable, do not get into a boat with Jesus. Now, even the most adventurous among us usually want to know where we're starting from and where we're going before heading out on a trip. So what about the disciples on their ill-fated sailing excursion with Jesus? Well, these disciples, they've gotten to know Jesus, and Jesus has called them, and when God calls, some kind of change is bound to be involved. But it can sometimes be difficult to remember what it felt like to experience that initial call from Jesus. Like for us, it can be difficult to remember that moment of baptism or confirmation, or that time when whatever the next step in life was seemed so clear and compelling. The disciples are starting from something of a place of comfort themselves and maybe a bit of complacency. They've gotten used to life with Jesus. If Jesus had been telling them all these weird parables about seeds and trees and lamps, parables about the mind-blowing, upside-down, life-changing, unexpected reign of God. But they seem not to realize what it's all about, because they, like we, are often more than a little dense. But perhaps they understood a bit more than I give them credit for. After all, this was a smart move, they didn't think to ask Jesus just what they would encounter on the other side, because if they had, they would probably never have gotten into the boat with Jesus in the first place. If you want to be comfortable, do not get into a boat with Jesus. So, um, Jesus, could you tell us what's on the other side, you know, before we get into the boat with you? Well, Across the lake in the country of the Gerasenes, there's this demon-possessed dude who lives in the cemetery, and when we get there, you are going to cast his demons into a couple of thousand pigs, who will then go jump into a lake. No thank you, Jesus. I'll just stay over here in my comfort zone, thank you very much. But the disciples didn't ask. So into the boat with Jesus, they went. Now, as I said, I'm not a boat person, but I am a storm person. And here's one thing I know about storms. Nothing is ever the same after the storm has passed. 
In January of 1999, an F4 tornado hit the neighborhood in Jackson, Tennessee, where my family and I lived. Our home was virtually untouched. But my grandparents' home, just up the street, was completely destroyed. Do you not care that we are perishing? My grandparents were in their home when the storm hit, and fortunately, they came out of the whole situation unscathed. In fact, in a family meeting just after the storm, when my dad and his seven siblings were trying to figure out what they were going to do with my grandparents, they asked my grandfather, well, did the roof blow off the house during the storm? His answer, I don't know. It was raining too hard inside the house, and I couldn't see. After the storm, even though my grandparents were okay, everything had changed. Because nothing is ever the same after the storm has passed. The home that my grandparents had made together was gone. Everything they knew was now different. My aunts and uncles had to figure out how they were going to take care of them. And so their lives changed too. Though it felt like everything they knew had been taken away by the storm, what remained was relationship, the love and care of their family, and the grace of God to pull them through. What remained was what really mattered. Just the essentials. Nothing is ever the same after the storm has passed. Dear friends, we have already gotten into the boat with Jesus. Jesus has said to you and said to me, let us go over to the other side. What will we find when we get there? Or better yet, what will we have helped to create once we get there? Jesus has something in store for us greater than anything we could ask for or imagine. But let's imagine anyway, shall we? Imagine a world in which systemic racism has been eradicated and our siblings who are black, indigenous, and people of color have had restored to them the dignity and resources that have for far too long been denied to or taken away from them. Imagine a world in which all LGBTQ plus people can live and love without fear. Imagine a world in which each of us is seen, loved, known and valued in our fullness. Here's the thing though, to get to that other side, to get to that world, that reign of God that we have imagined, it requires change. And as we know, significant change is among the greatest of challenges to overcome. While we are in the boat with Jesus, 
While Jesus is trying to get us to the other side, some severe storms of what may seem like apocalyptic proportions are bound to come. Some of us may find the privilege that we have lived with for so long, it feels like it's part of our DNA being ripped away by the storm. Some of us may find layers of guilt and shame about who we are or who we love pulled from us. Guilt and shame that feels so familiar, we somehow imagine we're going to perish without it. We may find some of the things we thought were most important about the church blown away by the wind of the Spirit as we seek to collaborate with our partners here at Grace Place and in the Lakeview Lutheran Parish to more faithfully love and serve this world that God so loves. Though sometimes it may seem like we are perishing, let us not forget that Jesus is with us in the boat. Jesus is with us, embodying the peace that the world cannot give. We, we who have gotten into the boat with Jesus, we are made to survive this storm. And once the storm has passed and everything has changed, to thrive. To thrive for the sake of the world. Jesus woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Jesus has brought us safely through the storm, safely home, safely to the other side where we find our most true selves, our mission, God's mission for us as the body of Christ. After the storm has passed, nothing is the same. Thanks be to God. Amen.
Let us come before the triune God in prayer. Holy God, you gather your people from east and west, north and south. We pray for the mission of the church throughout the world and that your steadfast love may be known to all peoples. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You laid the foundations of the earth, and the waters are the womb of creation. The morning stars sing your name, and all creation shouts for joy. We pray for your blessed creation, that it may continue to flourish and magnify your glory. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You keep watch over all nations. We pray for countries experiencing violence, hunger, and unrest, especially those with minimal access to vaccines. Guide worldwide and local community organizations in their efforts to establish safety and justice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You are close to the brokenhearted and near to those in distress. We pray for those who are experiencing oppression. Liberate us from the systems and chains that bind us. Remove the barriers that separate us from one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You dwell with us in this faith community. We pray for our leaders and elders and remember especially the HT Loop community during this time of discernment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Your love endures in all situations. On this Father's Day, bless those who both celebrate and grieve this day. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, Onesimus Nesib, John the Baptist, Philip Melanchthon, and all your holy ones. Unite us with them in one great song of praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting in your abiding grace. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Still and know that 
God, our maker, our healer, our teacher. Your magnificent creation springs forth from your word. All that has life and breath praises your name. For your word that sustains the earth, we thank you, O God. We thank you, O God. You sent us Jesus, your word, to renew the world. He healed the sick, fed the hungry, preached your mercy and called us to faith. For your word in our Lord Jesus Christ, we praise you, O God. We praise you, O God. Nourish us with the spirit of your word, that we may grow in grace, bearing the fruits of redemption, and sharing your strength and beauty with all the world. For your word in our lives, we entreat you, O God. We entreat you, O God. Accept our thanksgiving and receive our prayer for the sake of your living word, Jesus our Savior. Amen. Trusting in God who nourishes and sustains us, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven give us today our daily bread forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.
May the blessing of the God of Abraham and Sarah and of Jesus Christ, born of our sister Mary, and the Holy Spirit, who broods over the world as a mother over her children, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.